0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This podcast explores the intersection where passions meet, meld, and inspire. In this case, we discover that synergy within the lessons learned from music and education. Pretend that this podcast is like the back of an album cover you have just purchased, and you are reading a set of liner notes. In case you are wondering, liner notes are meant to serve as a written companion to the vinyl album. They were either banal or insipid in execution. It was evident in those kinds of liner notes that the author barely listened to the album. Nothing was ever revealed about the music. I prefer the type of liner notes that attempt to capture the essence of the music. The words written bordered on poetry or read like a Jackson Pollock painting. In the case of this podcast, these are digital liner notes. I hope not to stray too far in the banal and insipid category while you listen. My name is Sean Gaylord and I am a middle school principal. I am the author of The Pepper Effect. That book explores my passions for the Beatles and the schoolhouse. Welcome to the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This episode is entitled, Not Missing a Beat. We will explore the lifelong synergy that occurs when colleagues take it to the next level. I hope this episode inspires you to reach out to the bandmates in your life that have come across your pathway, whether it's on a personal or professional journey. It's a quiet Saturday afternoon as we make another visit to our favorite local record store. The bins are filled with some fresh vinyl and we come across a solo Ringo Starr album. Before you begin mocking the underrated virtues of the solo canon of Ringo Starr, I stop you there and hold up in dramatic fashion the said album. This is not just any Ringo Starr album. This is his masterpiece, and it's chock full of classic songs. Songs like Oh My My and You're 16 were hits off this 1973 album simply entitled Ringo. The biggest hit off this album is Photograph, which was co-penned by Ringo's ex-Beatles bandmate, George Harrison. It's a beautifully breezy tune, but that is not the reason for me to stop the press here. This album is the only solo Beatles record to feature all four Beatles on it in the aftermath of their breakup. John, Paul, and George all contributed to this record, a testament to the love that they had for their brother Ringo. This album is the closest thing we have to a Beatles reunion before John Lennon was murdered in 1980. One standout track for me is the John Lennon piece composed especially for Ringo. It's called I'm the Greatest and it features John, George and Ringo along with two of their closest friends. Klaus Vormann on bass and Billy Preston on keyboards. Klaus Vormann you may know as the album cover designer for the 1966 Beatles album Revolver, and Billy Preston you may remember as being featured on keyboards during the Beatles' Get Back and Let It Be sessions. The song I'm the Greatest opens the Ringo album it did set off a wave of speculation upon its release that the Beatles were reuniting. It's a fever that still persists and has fueled all kinds of stories, tall tales or rumors and hypothetical sidebars and games of what if the Beatles had reunited. For this fan, it's a fun game to play and I admit to indulging in some reunion hysteria myself over the years. Let's give I'm the Greatest a listen. Be sure to tune into Lennon's distinctive background harmony, Harrison's melodic electric guitar sting, and of course, Ringo. Our Ringo, joyfully keeping the beat with his brothers. If you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, then you'll be able to hear a little bit of the song I'm the Greatest. If not, again, I encourage you to track down I'm the Greatest by Ringo Starr on your favorite streaming service or track down the CD or album if you can do so. Here's I'm the Greatest. It's always special to hear various solo Beatle tracks where a former Beatle makes a cameo. Ringo is all over George's All Things Must Past album. George contributed beautiful slide guitar on Lennon's Imagine album. Paul played bass on a couple of tracks off of Ringo's recent album entitled Give More Love. In recent years, It's always a special event seeing Paul and Ringo cross paths. They are more than just surviving Beatles. They are brothers with a shared history and experience that only the two of them know. The musical alchemy they created forged a bond rooted in synergy, trust, and kinship. And personally, it's always poignant to see the two of them together because John and George are no longer with us, so it makes it all the more special. It's an amazing experience to connect with the musician who understands your quirks and idiosyncrasies. You can read each other's minds. The bond is rooted in something deep, real, and sincere when you perform together. I had a fleeting touch of this with my old, ill-fated band, The Sky Dogs. The Beatles had a special chemistry that that just fit. Even though the band disintegrated, that chemistry would come up in varying degrees on different solo tracks, like Ringo's I'm the Greatest. Recently, it arose when Ringo sat in on the drum stool at a recent concert of Paul's. Ringo and Paul locked into their groove on the Beatles classic Get Back. Paul on bass, backed with the steady shuffle beat of Ringo on drums, bass and drums, the foundation, the bottom through thick and thin like brothers. Incidentally, Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones played guitar on that live performance and it was very cool to see two Beatles and a member from the Rolling Stones playing live together. McCartney and Starr are no longer bandmates. They don't hang out regularly. Their live performances are sporadic at best. The magic rears its head when they perform. That Beatles magic, that Beatlemania, it all comes back literally Ringo and Paul did not miss a beat in their performance of Get Back at that concert. Their musical ESP kicked in and loving smiles were exchanged between the two. Not missing a beat, old friends reunite in joy. Enjoy. Due to my musical passion, I often use the term bandmates to describe a special kind of bond or collaboration or friendship. As someone who is passionate about all things music, I often like to apply a musical lexicon to my professional role as a principal educator. I don't view the faculty I serve as a group of people I work with on a daily basis. I like to think of ourselves as a band united in the common ground of our love for teaching and learning. I have felt that same synergy with various school faculties and departments I have collaborated with over the years. I remember the old English department I jammed with during my summer days as a North Carolina governor school teacher. We taught together once a year and even though we would go on our separate ways at the end of the summer session, I knew we wouldn't miss a beat upon a reunion for next summer. I had a similar feeling with an admin team I worked with during my first principalship. We were together for three years, but we were able to connect and make things happen in such a special way for our kids and teachers. There were differences, disputes, and various levels of estrangement, but when we came together, when it came down to supporting our school vision and doing something meaningful for the common good of our schoolhouse, we would make beautiful music together. Our various career paths took us in separate directions, but we remained in contact. Each time we would sporadically reunite, the visceral energy would reignite. This was the kind of band where we could finish each other's sentences. It was magical. I remember one time the three of us randomly met up at a district event and the others who knew of this reunion took notice and a few complimented us on how it was truly inspiring to see the three of us back together. Not a Beatles reunion, but it was close in synergy. We didn't miss a beat. A few weeks ago, I was missing these same bandmates. I was going through a bit of a pity party, feeling nostalgic, it's the beginning of a new year, and I was missing them. I was surprised to see my former bandmates at a recent event at my schoolhouse. The brief time we had together That same synergy arose. Again, we didn't miss a beat in our shared history and sincere familiarity with each other. I saw those former bandmates of mine at that recent event. I could not help but visualizing the clip of Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney playing Get Back. I mean Ringo has just got this incredible grin on his face and he's doing that great shuffle of his and Paul is 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 doing the classic bass kind of dance that he does with, you know, on the on the bass and the, the the two of them are just locked together. And I had that same groove and I thought, man, this is what it's like when Ringo and Paul get together. Very fortunate to have those bandmates. And I hope as as you're listening, there are bandmates in your life and in your path that you finish each other's sentences. You can call up late at night and cry on each other's shoulder, or if you're excited about a, a new idea or an innovative approach to something, they'll know exactly where you're coming from. Who are those bandmates in your professional and personal life? Who do you share a common ground with that is rooted in love for the schoolhouse? Who are those bandmates that bring out the best in you and you and them? If we are promoting a positive and inviting school or classroom or district culture for our students and our colleagues, then we have to model the same for the very people we serve. Forming bands in the name of sparking world-changing experiences for our kids and fellow educators is both noble and exciting. It's also good for the soul to have bandmates along the way to challenge and inspire us. They are reminders of our core and our why as educators. I urge you to find those past bandmates and stage a quote-unquote reunion gig to do something wonderful for our noble profession as educators. Give them a shout out, drop them a line, send them a letter, give them a call. Potential bandmates are all around you as well. Look no further than your PLN, Twitter chat you are passionate about, or simply the neighbor down the hall. You will know that bandmate by the synergy that is evident and the fact that a beat is not missed in your collaboration. That's it for this episode, bandmates. Thanks for listening to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen, and I am very grateful for you tuning in. Thanks, as always, to the legacy and inspiration of the Beatles. Thanks to Nicole Michael of 910 Public Relations for fab and fruitful promotion. Thanks to the Sky Dogs for the closing musical theme that follows this spot on this podcast the principal liner notes podcast is a proud member of the latest music vibes podcast network thanks to dc hendrix for the invitation to join this podcast network be sure to follow that network on twitter at latest vibes that's latest vibes vibes is spelled v-i-b-e-z it's worth a listen worth a follow You can follow me on Twitter at smgaylord. If you are listening on any podcast platform and you enjoyed this episode, then a five-star review would sure be appreciated. This is Sean Gaylord, and this is the Principal Liner Notes podcast signing off for now. Don't forget to share your passions and dreams, and don't forget your bandmates.